0: to finding calm in the chaos. I am Denise and this is my podcast. Hello, hello, my friends. Welcome to another episode of Finding Calm in the Chaos. I am Denise, and here we go. Like, all right, so what am I talking about today? Um, So the title of this podcast I made, a Change of Altitude, right? Like, altitude, attitude, whatnot. But I will tell you that, um, so something, you know, me with all my, like, I'm always inspired by, like, some meme. I got, like, a calendar that has, like, all sorts of it inspirational quotes and stuff. And um, one of them I came upon was your attitude, not your aptitude, will determine your altitude. By by Zig Ziglar. We love Ziggy. Um, Attitude is everything, right? Um, It doesn't matter how degreed you are, how amazing you are, how great you are at doing stuff. Uh, If you have a poor attitude, you aren't going to have any altitude in your life. You're going to be very stagnant. How do you know this, Denise? Because I stood in the same place for like 20 years. (laughs) That's how I know. Um, You know, constantly I used to sit there and think about how it would like to be, you know, living my vision board and, uh, you know, everyone... Everyone has doubt creep in at some point in your life. Everyone gets negative at some point in their life. But it's important to remember that the attitude that you address that negativity with or that doubt with is literally the decision maker on whether or not your dreams are going to be a success or a failure. It is what it is. Um, They tell you that constantly, right? And um, again, like Zig had it perfect, right? Because a lot of people feel like they can do stuff because, you know, you get a little puffy, right? Get a little bloated, little ego going there. Ego is the biggest killer of dreams because it is your aptitude, you know? I can do this. I do this all the time. But, okay, if you got a crap attitude, you're never going to soar. You know, oh my God, I can't believe. It just keeps creeping in. And you'll hear this from many people who are doing, you know, all sorts of self-development and, you know, the coaches and the, the inspirational and motivational speakers and the preachers. And they'll always tell you that, that mindset impacts everything that you do and even holds limitations on what you can do. Like you can literally convince yourself that you can't do something for years And then get over that fear, cross it. Your attitude's going to change. Why can't I do that? I'm going to do that. Uh, You know, silly example is crocheting. I have people, uh, you know, I'm crocheting all these blankets for a friend of mine's charity. And I'm just going at it. It's relaxing to me. I love crocheting in the fall and the winter because it's like the time. The summer, it's hard to crochet for me because for those, if you know, you know, like if you crochet, like, and you're sweaty, like the yarn itself, like starts squeaking. I can't stand it. Um, it's one of those oh, nails on a chalkboard thing. But when you have a negative attitude, you are subconsciously, okay, manifesting and spreading that neg- negativity into the way you think, right? You're gonna spread it into your work. You're gonna spread it to all the people around you. Yeah, everybody talks about energy vampires. Boom, that's it, right? if you're having a right attitude for success or for any endeavor that you're doing, right, it's going to make you more receptive to new ideas. It just is. You're going to think better ways to overcome your challenges. You're going to start noticing new opportunities. There's a reason why. Like when you start with gratitude in the morning, it changes your attitude. And therefore, your whole day winds up being great. And then what happens when Denise skips her gratitude in the morning? Because, you know, oh, I didn't want to waste that five minutes when I could have had a cup of coffee. I got to make the coffee. Now we got to start homeschooling. I'm just going to skip it today. And then like, I'm an insane, it's insane all day. Completely insane, right? But there is a way where you can kind of like get an attitude check. So here's the here's my rule of thumb, okay? With respects to, hey, do I need, how do I know I need an altitude check? Uh, or an attitude check. This is how you think, you know, you need an attitude check. If you are constantly having bad stuff happen to you, if you are constantly like, why is this always happening? If you have at least mentioned the term, why has God done this to me? I can't even tell you how angry this statement makes me because God doesn't do things to you. God gave us opportunities. We as people and his creation, we choose. We have the right to choose the decisions and the things that we do, right? It's called free will. And as a an accumulation of those decisions that we make for ourselves, stuff happens. Some of it's good, some of it's bad. Good or bad, we freaking decided it, period. God doesn't give you bad luck. You don't have bad luck. You just make bad decisions. And like Gary John Bishop would say, you're really freaking good at making crappy decisions. You're super good at it. If you look at things in that, I'm telling you, if you guys have not read the book, like, "Unf Yourself by Gary John Bishop, why not? Get over yourself. Oh, he swears, Denise, I don't do the cursing. Maybe you need a little cursing in your life because if you're still thinking that you have bad luck or you can't believe that you've, like, been in the 18th relationship and the guy's still a loser or the girl's still, like, a BIA, you know, it's because you're really good at choosing a crappy partner. But you can... The good thing is, is that you're really good at something. The even better news is, is that Gary can show you how you can just rewrite that so that you can now change your blueprint from being really good at finding somebody who stinks for you, then you could rewrite the blueprint to find somebody who's actually good for you. But here's the thing. It's very hard for people to accept that because to accept that, you have to accept that you made the wrong decisions yourself. It's you. It's me. We're the ones that do it. For years, I was like, why am I stuck with a family like I have? Like, why? Why can't we just sit down and, like, do family stuff? Because we can't, Denise, okay? But not with this family. But you know what you can do? You can create those memories and do them yourself with your immediate family. Is what it is. But we we are in this constant fighting of, you know, almost wanting to be positive. I've never seen a generation like we like, a, or not, not just a generation, like a people relax everybody. I wasn't blaming the millennials again. Um, it, in their defense, we just, we come as peoples in general. We fight positivity. We, we literally love swimming and dreaming and, and swimming and drinking in negativity because it's all around us. It's part of that whole misery loves company and. If you're in, you're watching news all day, it's like, for instance, okay, everybody, like, I have people who are literally like, obviously, that we just had a major election on the state level. And, you know, did the person I voted for win? No. I have people tore up over this that I know. Has this changed my life? The same person's in office. So, Nothing's changing except more nonsense. So I was dealing with nonsense before. I thought I'd try to make a change. It didn't work. So now we're in the same nonsense situation. So essentially, nothing has changed for us in this state anyway. So why are we all upset? It's every day as usual for me. You know, except maybe we might be considering, like, taking a move out of state. Am I going to be, like, all consumed in that? Nope. Because again, it doesn't change my everyday. It's the same thing with presidential elections. I'll say it, I've said it before and I'll say it again. If your president doesn't win, you don't throw yourself on the ground and start screaming and hollering and kicking. You know what you do? You get up, you go to work, you make your coffee, and you do the same shit you've done every day prior to that. Because there's really not that much to be vested. Because let me tell you, Whole side note, totally going off on a tangent here. You guys know I, you love that. Um, it, we all know, even living in, I can't speak for other countries, but I can speak for the American people. If you live in America and you're upset over an election to the point where you're like bawling and like your life is ruined, uh, you need to check your priorities because our government does not give two shits about you. Um, sorry, not sorry. Um, so there's that. Anyway, so you would need to check your attitude, right? Because your attitude about it is everything. So there's no need to get all upset. Life didn't go your way. You know what you do? You just remake stuff. That's why they say when life gives you lemons, what do you do? I make limoncello, okay? Because everybody needs a little something hard sometimes. You know what I'm saying? If You have not had Italian limoncello. You have it in a little tiny shot glass and one's all you need. Um... Here are some things um, that I was looking through um, I think that I think, well, I know they've helped me. So sometimes when I'm trying to literally, and not everybody can do all these things. So a lot of people, I had a message from somebody who was just like, Denise, I just can't do those things that you told us to do. Okay, well, I didn't tell anybody to do anything. I'm telling you, these are things that I've done to help me in these situations. If you can do them and you want to do them, that's freaking awesome. If you think they're like bonkers and who would do that and i can't do that oh my god okay then don't do them it's okay you ain't hurt my feeling i mean you're still gonna be in your same situation but maybe i made you think and you couldn't do that thing but maybe you can do something else right that works for you and that's all we can do that's all we can do right so there are some techniques that I've used over the years to help me transform my attitude, you know, when it's really just becoming a um, a burden. Like, sometimes, like, life is heavy, right? And you need a break. And, and you can't, any mom out there knows what I'm saying, okay? Wouldn't, there isn't a mom alive who doesn't need a momcation, okay? Where she needs to just go someplace Where nobody says mom, 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 mom. What mom? What mom? What mom? I don't understand that. Why? How come when we answer them, they still call us? I'll tell you why. Cause they don't want to talk to us, man. They just want to aggravate us. It's like a habit. Oh, I cannot stand when Peter does that. He'll be like mommy, 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 mommy. What Peter? And then he like looks at me, mommy. Yes, Peter. Mom. Yeah, I'm looking right at you now. Mom. Okay, bye. (laughs) I'm like, I'm not even going to, where? This conversation is over, Mr. Man. Okay, this conversation is over. Um, But there are some things, there isn't a a mom alive who doesn't want to just get up and go away somewhere. Okay. And that is like my first thing. Sometimes you just actually need to get away. There's a reason people have vacations. And here I'm going to go on another tangent about America. In America, we do not understand there has been a misfiring and a miswiring of the relationship between us as individuals and our work occupations. Let me explain. I do not understand, number one. I worked the corporate America, so don't call me and be like, Denise, I wish I could have a podcast and stay home all day and homeschool. Shut up. Shut up. Because you know what? I worked the corporate room world for the longest time, and I was in three different industries, okay? And it all sucked. And here, let me tell you what I didn't ever take is... Me telling somebody that we get two weeks vacation. Some people don't even get that in this country. Well, you can have seven days vacation. Some people don't even get vacation. And now, all, now they lump it all together in PTO, try to rob us some more days. And then we got to ask to have it off. Let me clear and I'll get back to you and let you know if you can go. Well, let me, let me give you a little word of advice. Like my entire family's booked this vacation. Everybody's going, I'm going too. Like, I'm willing to lose a job over that kind of nonsense. Hey, we're over in Europe and they've got like, you know, I had a friend once who turned on a job. He was uh, British and he was uh, a teacher and he was in Germany and he had been, uh, approached by two different universities in Germany. And one of them offered him like five weeks of vacation and the other one offered him like seven weeks or something. I don't even know. Um, I'll be honest, we don't even know if it was a university. I know he was a teacher, let's just put it that way. Um, I don't want people being like, they don't do seven weeks vacation in Germany. Again, shut up, I'm just telling a story for like a moral here of a story. Um, And he was like five weeks, he was so offended by it. He was so offended that he would only have five weeks vacation, like holiday, that was nonsense. Were they gonna work him to death? And I'm looking at, I was like, are you for real? Like, there's some people who have to work, like, 40 years, and right before retirement, they may have four weeks vacation in America. And he was like, no, you guys are stupid. And he's right. He is right. We we work our butts off for nothing because they hold us hostage with insurance benefits, uh, maybe a retirement or 401k plan and pension, right? In my state, they just steal from that as well. And... And I'm telling it in basically comfort. We have become comfortable being hostages in our own life by the corporate world. If you think it's not true, I'm telling you, my friends, it is true. We are held as hostages by the corporate world. If you work a job, you're always worried about this. You're always worried about that. Oh, I don't know if I can take that day off. Oh, I don't know if I have any more sick days. Well, how here's the here's how sick works. When you're sick, you're sick. How you have you have to have a certain amount of days to be sick. And they're still doing this. There's a little conflict of interest here in the world. Boy, this is a big tangent, but bear, stay with me. Like the fact that like we just had 2 years of, you know, quarantine but they're still counting our sick days. Okay, so I'm confused. Do you want me to come to work or do you not want me to come to work? Because you just got through telling us for two years we couldn't even go to a grocery store, but now you want me to come to work and I'm coughing and sneezing and I puked all last night. But we have a big project that needs to be done. So you gotta come in. You gotta come in. It's about the project, it's not about you right now. Just saying. Anyway, on that, I'm gonna come back and give you some steps and uh, or some suggestions that you can do to help change your attitude and start fresh. There's a word from our Pet Matrix family sponsors. Hey friends, I've got a question for you. How much do you love your dog? This was an easy question for me, lots. As I started to look at the ways I could increase her quality of life, I realized there were just too many options. How was I gonna choose? That's why I partner with my friends over at Pet Matrix. Taking a scientific approach, they combine organic natural compounds with highly effective peptides to aid in my dog's health journey. All you need to really know is that the results are nothing short of amazing. All I had to do was sprinkle the dry formula onto her food once a day, and I've got my Shiba back. Our Princess Shika has been using these products for more than six months now, and Pet Matrix has given our 14-year-old Shiba Inu the energy back in her stride. She's out in the yard taking steps in a single bound and chasing down the bunnies. I also shared Pet Matrix with my mom to help with her 15-year-old Chihuahua, Molly. And like a lot of dogs, Molly is tightly wound like a rubber band when it comes to fireworks. Adding a little of the Pet Matrix calm to her water every morning, gave Molly her first 4th of July without the shakes and crying. And that's what we want for our dogs. Pet Matrix helped me understand that building around the three pillars of health, immune and gut support, cognitive function, and mobility and inflammation. We can not only increase their quality of life, but also increase their quantity of life. Sheikah and I are all in. You can check out Pet Matrix at www.mypetmatrix.com and tell them Denise sends you because we love family-owned businesses. You will receive a 15% discount using promo code Denise15 at checkout so you can help your furry babies be all they can be. Again, that's www.mypetmatrix.com and receive a 15% discount with promo code denise15 at checkout. D E N I S E 15. All right. All right. We're back. Thanks to Pet Matrix. They're going to be, uh, we've, we got a second puppy. We got a puppy coming. I should say a second puppy. She could like a puppy. So, um, because of Pet Matrix. And so we're super excited that Buster will also be, um, now a part of the Pet Matrix family. But, um, here we go. So my first suggestion is, um, step to create an altitude. Sometimes we're just overwhelmed. Right. And we need to take a vacation. And you just do could be a weekend could be a staycation. Hey, sometimes it's nice to just go to like, you know, a part in your own state. You know, sometimes if you can't go anywhere, you know, Airbnb it to like someplace within here, you know, that are close to where you are, right? You're going to be more productive. Um, That's just, that's just proven, right? You could time and time again, vacations know, right? It provides restoration, right? that that's rooted in our physiology, right? Humans are not meant to spend energy continuously. We're just not, right? Gives us new perspectives, right? We're doing something enjoyable. And then when you go back to work or back to your project or back to, you know, whatever you're working on at home, got a whole new outlook, right? Everything's all new. And it helps straighten your mind, mental strength, I mean, good lords, I'm pretty sure that like there are studies on this, right? If you're working nonstop and getting things done, you know, you may think you're on top of everything, but your mind, yeah, it's not strong at all. It's something else. Vacations are a reset. It's good for the mental health, right? Don't burn the candle at both ends, right? It's not effective use of your time. And in all honesty, it's just the opposite of to trying to obtain success. It's detrimental, right? You got to clear your mind. And like I said, if it's not a vacation, at least plan, you know, a mini staycation at your house. It is what it is. Um, one thing I did also was study, and you know, I know a few people who've done this, and they this is like very, this is a deal, right? Because daily habits are a key to success. And don't forget, bad habits are bad habits, but you know what? You can always replace a bad habit with a good habit. We've talked about this, right? but regardless of whether they're good or bad daily habits okay good ones are key to success right you don't have any control over anything right politics weather it, it, this is uh, this is zero control why do we worry about this stuff but we can control ourselves our rituals our routines our habits and if we are not applying this to our daily life, what are you doing, right? Find successful people and find out what their habits are. And I know there's a book about that, but and people think it's like a joke, but maybe there's somebody online on social media that you are, you know, look at what their habits are. Find the people that you look up to and see what their habits are. Study them. And then do them. You don't have to reinvent the wheel, right? Just do what the wheel maker does, right? Imitate time management from the people that you look up to. Surround yourself with that, right? How else do I stay with a good attitude, right, and keep on task? I can say this time and time again, people. Make a list of stuff to do. I don't care if you're working from home, you're doing MLM, you run your own business, you're running a podcast. I don't care if you work for the electric company, you're with a local union or you're a fireman. All successful individuals have to train themselves to work out a daily to do list. It's important, man. and I'm telling you, um highly successful people, they do this. I have a list of something to do. I go so far as to time block. Now, I did not use the time block, but let me explain to you, time blocking doesn't work for everybody, I'm just gonna tell you that. But I'm gonna tell you why it works for me. So I am a super functioner, right? I'm OCD, I'm a type A. I can get everything done in a day. Well, I I will beat myself up to do it, but that is the personality type. So I gotta kinda structure myself. So if you're that kind of type A personality like I am, sometimes, I have found that I would do so much stuff that I was always on, but then when it came time to the family, I was off, right? This isn't good. The whole point of being on for work or for your dreams and your visions and what your goals and your business is, is to spend more time with your family. And I was spending less and less time with my family. So I learned that for me to actually say that I was gonna work or like right now, okay, I know that from this time to this time I'm dropping recordings I know that from this time to this time I'm researching topics on what I want to talk about I know that from this time to this time me and Pete we're reading that's our reading time nobody's getting involved with that from this time to this time we homeschool from this time to this time it's family time we're gonna do something we're gonna play a game we're gonna do a, a universal yum box we're gonna explore something together when I started blocking out that I mandatorily had to do whatever that task was and not anything else involved or or overshadowing that, my life just became so much more relaxed because now I have time for everything. I even schedule when I have my phone. So like I used to be on social media all the time answering all the things. Oh, somebody commented, let me answer them. Um, I don't do that now. I post in the morning. I do like my stuff. I look around a little bit, make sure I'm commenting. I'm looking at my friend's stuff, supporting other family businesses and all that kind of stuff. I do my birthdays. I'm always doing birthdays. Um, looking to see what's going on. Um, and then I make my post and I'm out of there Till maybe that afternoon. I got a little time I get structured in. And that's it. Boom, boom, boom. Not all day. So make a list. Follow it. makes It makes a huge difference, I'm telling you. Um, and what that does also is when you are trying to be focused, right, your attitude, you got to get rid of interruptions. I know that sounds crazy, right? But our day is constantly interrupting itself. We do it too. We pick up the phone. We do, you know, We got TV going on in the background. We've got kids screaming in the background. We need to start eliminating unnecessary distractions, Okay, Our brains, scientifically, need like 20 minutes to recover from an interruption. Now, if you're a mom, think about that. Research has shown it takes our brains up to 20 minutes to recover from one single interruption are you kidding me? This is why I literally will make hot coffee in the morning and by the afternoon I still have a cup and then when I stop like heating it up around noon because then I just take it and pour it into a tall cup with ice and now it's iced coffee. Like I wish I was joking, right? But if you're faced with just like three unnecessary distractions a day you can lose up to an hour of being actually productive. If you add that up okay, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to wait six So let's just say you did a 40-hour week. Six 40-hour weeks, that's 240 hours per year, right? But let's put it to where you understand that, okay? Let's just say you bill by the hour, right? So at 50 bucks an hour, 240 hours of distractions in a 40-hour week, that's $12,000. Hold on, I got to check that. Wait, (laughs) Wait, I'm going to check that. Hold on. I'm bringing up my phone app here. I mean, that's crazy. Even if you work from home, it's really important. Sorry, but it is $12,000. $12,000. That's crazy. Designate times to check your email, okay? Designate times you're on social media, okay? Even if you work from home, people know that when I'm sitting at my desk, do not approach me. Even Peter, because I'm working, I'm either, because that's when I sit at my desk, I'm working, right? Working means don't interrupt me. You know, this is a form of income. If we're not interrupting dad when he's working, why are we interrupting mom when she's working? That's why I tell people, you can work from home, but you have to be very, very organized, which brings me to that. Hey, ooh, I just seamlessly went into that one. Okay, so again, Going in, changing your attitude. Okay, listen. If you're messy, a messy house, right? Get, makes you a messy mouse. I don't need... I just wanted it to rhyme. I got nothing. Um, listen. Organize your house. Organize your workspace. Organize your living area. I don't care what you do. Don't let clutter accumulate. you got to clean as you go. If you are a mess and your house is a mess, it like triples it, man. It's really bad. And just having an unorganized space, right? Is just, it's just, it's not even just ineffective. Uh, it's literally like psychologically exhausting, right? Select an area to clean or organize each day for 30 days, right? If your house is crazy. And prioritize right do one task at a time before starting or stopping to do something else right and stop at a natural point don't be like oh, I'm right in the middle of filling this jar so I'm gonna leave it here on the counter because I gotta sweep the floor don't do it right bring them to a close right but prioritizing and organizing is everything in committing you must have a plan you know I don't care if you're working for yourself if you're doing MLM If you're having, uh, I mean, most brick and mortar stores, right? What happens? This is where there's a disconnect in working from your home. So when you open a shop, you have a business plan, like physically written down. You know what your overhead is, what your bills are, right? What you're going to pay. You know what you need to stock. You know when you need toilet paper. Sometimes you're using a system, an automated system. You know how much your electricity is. But then somehow, as soon as you take that business and you drop it, people will be like, I work for my house, I do this. I, you know, I'm, I'm slaying my mascara. I'm doing my coffee. I get it, I've been there, I've done that. I didn't do mascara, but I did coffee. And I was successful. But this is what you need to understand. You have to have that same business plan written down. You can't wing it. You need to know how much your product costs. You need to know how many customers you need to make to, for your commission to be where you need it to be. You need to know how much you want to make a month and then you need to back up into that and know how much you need to sell every month. Not just be like, wow, well, I did. I wish I did better. But you sat in 30 meetings, and I'm sorry, MLM people, but you know they got a Zoom for everything. You're supposed to spend time with your family, but I'm gonna be on a Zoom every damn night of the week. And then they all get a cop and attitude when you don't go because you want to go to scouts or something. Yeah, that's a no. Which leads me to the next one. This is just happening real easy today. Surround yourself with positivity, people it is important that you feed your brain and your heart and your soul happy, okay? And if people are vampire drainers, right? They're energy suckers, or they're just vibing wrong, or they're on your case about shit, let me tell you, if you are working for any company that says that you're working from home like it's your own business, but they require you to do things or they get mad at you, run! Run. How do you change, like, you know, your mindset? How do you become, like, just a better positive self, right? Listen to better things. Turn off the TV. Watch better stuff. You'd be surprised how calm I got when I just turned the damn news off and stopped watching TV. I don't even watch movies sometimes. I'll be honest, why? Because I can't stand, like, maybe somebody, somebody in Hollywood is connected to something that gets me all triggered again. So I don't. It is what it is, but I'm happier for it. If you like hearing a certain song, listen to it every morning. If you like dance, dance every morning. Peter and I still do that. We don't record it like we used to because now he's just like wants to direct the whole thing and it takes like eight hours and ain't nobody got time for that. But that makes a huge difference. And once you identify, right, that you were to surround yourself with positivity, what are you going to do? You're going to get rid of the negative people, man. Get rid of them. Get rid of them. Get those naysayers and negative people out of your life, man, as much as possible. And yep, they could be really good friends. Yep, they could be family members. But you know what? You need all the happiness and love you can surround yourself with. If you want to constantly focus on achieving your dreams and your work goals. Right? You're creating an opportunity to achieve a dream. Not a nightmare. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Likes attract like, man. It's a universal law, right? So you got to get rid of all the negative people. Because they're just sucking the life out of everything, right? And I'm not saying negative people are bad. They're just literally people who have not done the work. And are in a vicious cycle. You know? They're not doing the work. And that's okay, because maybe one day they'll do the work, and they'll be like, damn, now I know why Denise just, like, dropped everything. And I know that people dropped me for a while, too, because I was a pain in the ass. I get it. Oh, I get it. I was that person. Uh, let's see. Um, you know what? Again, just utilizing time. So uh, we all have dead space in our life, right? So dead space, like when we're in the car, uh, when we're sitting home alone, when we're, you know... We've got, you know, your kid's doing homework or whatnot, but you're like doing dishes or whatnot. Okay, that's dead time. Listen to podcasts. Listen to ebooks, Listen to self-development. I get tons of people. They're like, oh, you know what? I don't really have time to read. I'm not much of a reader. I wish I had time to read. You have time to listen, don't you? This way you can use your legs and your arms. Don't tell me you ain't got time to listen to a book. If you don't have time to listen to a book, you need to check your priorities. There's that. Who said that? She really needs to check her priorities. Ron Weasley. <laughs> it's a little Harry Potter reference for y'all. Um, you know, eat for positivity. I know this is crazy, but I'm telling you, eating is not just what we do when we're hungry, okay? Eating is experience, and it is actually tied strongly with emotional circuits in the brain, okay? You can create good memories with food, right? If you focus on how and what you eat, wholesome, nutritious foods, resist the temptation to overeat, right? How many times have we all sat around and been like, oh yeah, you know, I'm not feeling really good about myself right now. So then you go and eat like a bunch of, you know, the rest of the Halloween candy and order McDonald's for dinner. and Then you feel crappier. Nobody did that and was like, man, I'm really glad I did that. I feel wonderful. No, but in the same situation, and you're like, you know what? Not eating this Halloween candy. You threw it in the garbage and you made yourself like a protein shake or you ate a protein bar or you made a salad. Then you're like, we're going to, you know what we're having for dinner? We're having broccoli and salmon. I'll tell you this I know you finished that meal and you were like, you know what? I feel pretty damn good about myself right now. That's the honest to God truth right there. Superfoods, matcha, acai. Coconut water. Make sure it's organic, though, man. And I know it tastes like feet sometimes. Put it in your shakes. Chia seeds. Please let them soak. I hate people just use chia and they're like black. Let them soak for a little bit and like you know get absorbed. and get a little puffy, right? That's how you want to eat. That's the best way to eat them. They're great to detoxify. I'm just saying a lot of people don't like them. Love them. And goji berries. Boom, 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 boom. All those do good things for your body. Superfoods. Buy a blend. I don't care. Make time for exercise. Doesn't matter what you do, even if you just walk. Even if you just walk. I almost got on the Peloton the other day. I still can't get my foot in the shoe, so I was trying to pedal with one, one foot. Peeps, I'm, like, really determined, super determined. I got a big update on Coffee Talk in a couple weeks. But um, use positive words, right? Quit talking. Remember, the nastiest person we are, that the nastiest person that talks to us is ourselves. And we don't even open our mouth. We think it. We think it. So constantly. Like, I, I'll be honest with you. I'm I I'm not that person who could be like, you know, in the morning, I'm a beautiful person. If that works for you, that works for you. That does not work for me. Because I'll look in the mirror and I'll be like, my hair will be jacked up and my face is all lupus butterfly. And I'm like, no, you are not. Right? My little inner, my little inner voice is just like, hey, he she's not taking that. She, she, she needs a little bit more than that. But what I do is I sit down and I really look, you know, I want things that are going to inspire me with simple reminders. You got up today. You've got another day by the glory of God. He gave you another day to walk around. You, you're not walking good. You're walking like a 90 year old lady, but you know what? You're walking and you're walking without assistant devices right now. And that's one step more than we had two weeks ago when the doctors were in charge of things. Now my, my whole health care plan is like me and God. Way better health care, just saying. Um, avoid the people who are like draining you, you know. Improve your social skills, you know. You don't have to go out all the time, but every now and then just reach out to people. That's all. That's all. Learn to say no. This is big man, you're not superhuman. Energy has limits, man, and so is your ability to produce it. Right? Positivity is not and cannot be destroyed by the word no. No is your friend. Man, can I just say that? Learn to say no. Man, I said I said yes to everything. What an idiot. Like honestly, what was I thinking? I wasn't thinking. But now Denise knows that was idiotic. But now you know better. And you learn from your mistakes, Denise. So as a result of the idiotically telling everybody yes all the time, now you say no. And don't question it. You felt no. Say no. Let it go. <laughs> there's, there's, So that's that's the, the situation. If somebody asks you something, it requires a yes or no answer, right? If you feel no, say no, and then let it go. Because if not, don't carry it around. Should I have said no? I feel bad now. I feel bad. Should I have said yes? No, nope, nope. let it go. Schedule more time for you and your family. This has been huge for me, okay? Not just spending time with Peter, but spending time with Mr. Sith. This is important. Even if it's us just sitting there watching a show together, you know, or a cooking show. We do we do travel documentaries and all that stuff. It just is so much easier, and it, it really has provided us with a better quality of life. And it's changed our attitudes. And because of that, we have had such good fortune and wonderful things happen to us in the last three years. It's just been wonderful, and our altitude has risen substantially. And we are completely blessed by that, by the grace of God and our hard work, right? So that's what I'm leaving with you today. Make sure you're subscribing here um, to your podcast channel and also to the YouTube channel. Big stuff coming up next year. Until then, lead with kindness. Thank you, friends, for spending this time with me today. If you found some calm listening in, please take a moment to subscribe to Finding Calm in the Chaos. And just so you don't miss out on future episodes, make sure you're receiving notifications. Thanks again. Until next time, lead with kindness.